Hey, it's 11.07. I had to check. You know, it's there's actually 11.06. Well, it's 11.06.26, and then you add the <laughs> delay, and now it's past 11.30, so you round it up, and it's it's 11.07. Yeah. Close enough for government work. <laughs> but, you know, there was Arguing a, over time. <laughs> there, was a time when you, there was a time when you didn't have to be that exact, but everybody's got a digital watch now. Uh, on the question about Trump stealing the election, Trump tried to take the election back that was stolen from him, says Ron. Uh, Art says uh, taken. Uh, I don't know if that means he's married or if that means uh, he thinks that the election was uh, taken. All right, we'll find out. Um, a lot of people sending me messages about the uh, the dinner uh, tomorrow. It is at noon at CC City Broiler. We look forward to having you. Got some great speakers coming on board. Uh, let me get Jim on a Froster Buns, then we'll uh, move over to the news god of Zimmer Radio, Brian Housworth. Uh, but let's get Jim in here first. Good morning, Jim. Hello, Jerry. How are you? Better than nothing. That's what my wife says. I don't know what that <laughs> means, but that's what she says. That's pretty good, then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Frost My Buns. I, have a, I know a college student in Columbia that had a car wreck and can't work and she cannot get food from the food bank she's tried calling everyone with no success so i just wondered what she could do to try to get food well i don't know the circumstances uh, is she, uh, you know does she have a job or her parents helping her she uh... can't work she had a car accident and their parents are gone. Well, but, I, uh, I I don't know, but um, she tried calling uh, the food bank, and uh, what are they I telling her? They don't have it. Uh, Lindsay Lopez, there's no phone number from no phone number to get a hold of her, and. Uh, Hannah, she called Hannah, couldn't get any results, and uh, the all right, food all right, all right. So, so she called the food bank, and the food bank said they what don't have food, or they just she's not in a position to collect. She can't get food from them, and she doesn't have any. She can't work, so <laughs> trying to find out what to do. Hmm. Do I have another voice coming on board that wants to uh, say something? Uh, no, okay. You wondered if it helped to call Commerce Bank. All right, uh, Jim, I don't know what to tell you because I don't know what they told her. Have her call me. Have her call the show, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Um, Brian, how do we do this? If, if we don't have... Ladies and gentlemen, the news uh, assistant. News. There you go. There you God. go. Mike Murphy. <laughs> um, I don't know where Brian went. He he had a doctor's appointment. And ah, actually, he went to the. He had. I sent him to the cleaners. He'll be back Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to be in. What did he send you in? Did he say I can't be on with Gary? No, I sent Mike in. I said, "Hey, where's Brian?" And he said, "He's not here." I happen to be laying around. 
And uh, so, uh, so, and I happened to have gone to that meeting last night. And so, you tease so, roll carts, and well, I was like, well, we have to have somebody come in and tell us about what's going on. So in the here city I am. Well, with roll carts. Now I got to say, Mike Murphy, Como Buzz <laughs> with one Z, uh, who, by the way, is going to be uh, on uh, Sunday morning from 8 until 10 a.m. Uh, hosting uh, Columbia Buzz. Probably talking about these roll carts. Yeah, well, everybody uh, needs to talk about them at some time. Do you, do you have any guests coming on? Well, not for sure. We're lining them up right now. So we had one fall through today. It's it's our typical Friday. But we have a lot of stuff coming together today. So I think we'll have a couple. There's some interesting stuff going on, including this roll cart thing. But why don't you ask me if I can come on? Well, you want to come on? No. But it was that nice, sounds, that nice sounds of, how it typically goes when I yeah. ask you. <laughs> nice of you to ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Columbia residents provided their input on roll cart storage. How complicated is this? I mean, really, how, Mike, it's, it's a roll cart. You put your garbage bags in it. You roll it out on the street. They empty it. Uh, hang, hang on. Can you start again? It's just you, really confusing. I, you lost me after the yeah. uh, roll it out in the street. Yeah. What about the black bags? Do you put those in, uh, in, you just, in, in you, the cart? Okay, so I do need the bags. This is so confusing. So confusing. So know, complicated. I can't just dump the garbage into the can. So a, uh, <laughs> uh, our council member from the 6th Ward, Betsy Peters, on November 6th meeting, she represents, in the 6th Ward is the East Campus student rental area. Very, very crowded. Old homes, beautiful old neighborhood of old homes that has now been totally taken over by student rentals. So they're kind of piled on top of each other. Very crowded in there. It's, there's going to be a lot of roll carts in there. And what she's asked is, uh, why do we not have any ordinance yet? Because this has been the big argument all along about what a mess this was going to make. Do we have an ordinance or rules or guidelines to help people know where to put these things so they just don't get left by the street all week long or in the driveway all week long or in the front yard all week long? And should there be some uh, enforcement to go along with it? Council voted that night unanimously they gave a directive to the city manager and to the city uh to the city staff to come back with such an ordinance uh, with enforcement measures then last night we have an open house held by city staff at city hall and they're saying and uh, i'm reporting today uh so is the missourian by the way actually the missourian is reporting this quite well this staff is saying we're not so sure we need more ordinance uh, we're not sure we need rules for this, and they're taking input. And they may be right. I don't know. All I know, though, is they're under a directive from the council to do this, and they're openly saying, well, we're looking at this and not going to do this. So that's a little bit of drama <laughs> that goes along with this whole roll cart mess. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just a roll cart. All right. What is the, all right let's, suppose, let's suppose that uh, you live next door to the Nolans, and uh, old man Nolan is just a slug. He rolled that garbage can out there, and he left it out there for two days. I'm calling the cops. Who got hurt? Well, that's that's a fine question. The entire argument of this whole, the beautiful neighborhoods in our uh, old part of town, for one thing, the whole argument against roll carts in the first place is they're going to uglify our beautiful old neighborhoods by having roll cart after roll cart after roll cart where houses are close together, sometimes share driveways, sometimes don't even have driveways. There's just going to be a lot of roll carts standing around. That was a huge part of the initiative that prevented the city from going to roll carts in the first place. 
So now we just wake up. This is the argument, or this is what's roiling anyway. Now we wake up. They've overridden the initiative of the of, in the vote of the people. They're implementing this rule card thing. Argue that all you want. That's happening. And now what we wake up and find out here a couple of months before rollout is they've decided or they're still debating whether they should have rules for how these carts should be stored. Some people think they should have harsh rules, get them out of sight. Some people think they shouldn't have any rules at all. So their concern is that it will be ugly. Correct. So suppose Brian Hansen is standing on the front in his front yard. Now we're talking about that's a violation yeah, in that, itself. That drops the property value yeah. by twenty percent all by itself. Uh, can we say, uh, gee, uh, we don't like driving by when Brian's standing out there. It's ugly. Uh, I mean, there is a, a, a bit more to that argument is they also will uh, uh, clutter sidewalks and impede pedestrian and uh, bicycle traffic also. That's in that argument, too. So the bottom line is, is you have people been arguing about this for a decade and the argument continues to roil. Doesn't Fred Perry hate those roll carts for that reason? He does. He doesn't like them at all. Doesn't like them at all. Um, and mean, that's his main concern is that people won't return the carts to the location where they were before trash day. Well, the problem is then you have to walk all the way down to the street to empty your bag of garbage. It'd be easier to roll the cart back up to the house and do it there. It, it just, it, you know... It, if you're so lazy, that would be the laziest way to do it. Roll it back up. Otherwise, it's several trips to the bottom of the driveway. I think my personal opinion is in many, many areas of town, like where Fred lives, where I live, this will not be an issue. People take care of their homes. They take care of their driveways. They'll roll their roll cart, put it away somewhere. I think the issue is in some of our student areas, uh, some areas around downtown in the first ward where a lot of older houses are really piled on top of each other. Although I don't really hear, you know, those tend not to be people are going to complain either. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen other than this town, weirdly, is divided on this concept of roll carts. It is We're the not the first town to put roll carts for sure as trash service. And I, I don't understand what the big deal is. Uh, a bunch of people just really got their heart set on the idea that they don't want them. And I mean, look at, they, they, they took it to the voters. We've, we've voted against them. The council had to override a vote of the people. Uh, people have organized and spent money on this for a long time. And, uh, I think it's inevitable that we're going to the roll carts. I think that actually that ship has sailed. Uh, there's two other things brewing. Number one is implementation, which, the underlying thing here is great concern about the city of Columbia actually implementing anything, any kind of program like this smoothly. And then number two, <laughs> the news that's hanging over our heads is very shortly now, household recycling, when that comes back, the pickup of household recycling, that's going to be a second roll cart for everybody. See, it, 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 now I'm, I'm not in the city, so it's not a problem for me. Uh, but that whole recycling thing, I just... I, I just go. I don't. I just don't do it. Uh, but I, I, I talked to listeners. Was that last week or the week before, Brian? We were mm -hmm. asking listeners. A lot of a lot of my listeners do recycle. They're um, going to get put to the test in Columbia because Columbia is going to need about thirty million dollars to keep their recycling operation up and running, and that's not chump change even in in the city of Columbia. Um. All right, uh, Brian. I am tempted to go to line two and lock them in. <laughs> you know who that is. No? 
Uh, you'll recognize his voice as soon as you hear him. You lock him? Can we lock in line two? Yes, we can. Okay. There we go. Uh, you probably don't know this guy particularly well, uh, but I, I know that he knows what's going on in the city. Uh, Al, welcome. How are you this morning? Hey, I'm fine. I'm just leaving the metropolitan confines of Macon, headed north. So you're kind of fluttering out, but I wanted to throw this out on the table. I'm just wondering, in this East Campus neighborhood, has anybody ever thought about some sort of a centralized area where there'd be some huge dumpster? And, uh, you know, the, the, the kids, the young people live out in, that, in those areas. They would just take all their trash bags and put them in the dumpster. And that would eliminate some of the clutter on the street. And uh, they might have to walk, you know, maybe, I don't know, 100 feet, 200 feet, something like that. But there would be areas in East Campus where there'd be a dumpster. And, uh, you know, that's where they'd put the trash. You can't have this proliferate. You can't have a million of these golf, of these, uh, these uh, carts just hanging around in there. You know, I mean, that, that's just pollution. Okay, I'll stand by and listen. Al, uh, is there not a rule that says uh, you can't have private trash hauling? For residences, uh, there is a rule you cannot. That is correct. Not a, not in the city. I mean, that's it's interesting because you know I'm in North Missouri right now, and a lot of these towns up here, they have they've had golf. They, I call them golf carts. They're not golf carts. Uh, you know these bins. They've had them for years. There's one called Associates, and uh, you know I, I'm in. A, I live in a small town. The, the lady who lives next door, she wheels it out every Sunday night. And the people come along and pick it up. There's no great big deal. But, of course, you know, up here the terrain is flat. I mean, you know, there are no hills in North Missouri to speak of. And so you don't have these neighborhoods like Columbia with these these subdivisions where there are these deep dips. And, you know, these people have no yards. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just going to be a, it's, it's going to be a huge, you know, it's going to be the, the topic that will go on and be the subject of talk forever. Yeah, once it's done, it, then it'll be the regrets. And uh, the mess. Yeah. And the mess, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll stand by and listen. All right, Al, are you uh, are you coming in on uh, Sunday morning? Oh, absolutely, ah. absolutely. I'm, I may call you this afternoon, but I'm going to be in, <laughs> in Atlanta at a baseball games or at a, a basketball games. So we'll try to fit it in. All right, Al Germont. Oh, I'm around. Yes. All right, buddy. Thank you for calling. All right, sure. All right, glad to have you on the program. I, you, you do know Al, right? Yeah, I know Al. Just so the rule, I actually looked at it this morning. If you, in, in what makes East Campus and areas like it interesting, where it's a whole bunch of old houses close to each other. If you, right, live, you know what, oh, why don't you hang on? Yep, all right. I got to take this break, and then we got these callers on the line we want to get to. Uh, so we'll get all that coming up. The Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 25 minutes after 11 o'clock, and we got Mike Murphy in from Como Buzz with one Z, C O M O B U Z dot com. Yeah, we're talking about roll carts, and I promised uh, you were going to finish the story. Well, I was going to correct or tell Al when he talked about the the big bins or big dumpsters. The way the ordinance is is if you're in a home with four or less residents, you get a roll cart, and it's mandatory. You don't have to use it, but you can't use anything else. If you have more than that amount of people and it's, you resemble more of an apartment, then they do bring you a dumpster, and you do take your garbage bag down and throw it in the dumpster. So that does happen to some degree. And if you've got a single-family home with six people, then they cite you for having a hotel <laughs> in a residence. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm just kidding about that. I made that up. Don't take that to the bank. Let me go to the phones. Uh, Jim is on the line. Jim, good morning. Hey, so I had a rental that I finally sold this year that was up in Beloit, Wisconsin. The same liberal garbage up there. But the house, 
I had the water bill in my name and the utilities and the or the trash was attached to it. They had a rule. They had roll carts. You have to put the roll cart in the backyard out of sight. They send me the notice. They don't send the tenant or whoever's in the house the notice. And they wouldn't do it or they... I ended up getting an $880 fine oh. for the tenants not moving the roll cart back to the backyard the next day. And so I had to drive all the way up to Wisconsin to be able to just to cut that ticket in half, you know. And so I, I just assume have people make up their own spot to put them if you got a neighbor that leaves it out well be a kind neighbor and go bring it up to their house for them or something you know but or just do you what don't I need do. any more regulation or just do what i do as i drive up the street i just bump into their garbage can and knock it four or five feet away right i'm just kidding i don't do that <laughs> but it, it ought to be at least the the tenant or whoever is residing in the in the home and not the homeowner that's uh that's yeah. unfair. absolutely all right thanks jim glad to have you on the gary nolan show Sharon, good morning. Gary, I, I'm not necessarily for or against the carts, but I have some questions such as when it's issued to you, does it have a serial number on it? Because what if someone doesn't have a place like a garage to put it in and it's stolen? Will I be responsible for yep. having to replace it? Yep. You, if it's stolen, I don't think they expect to charge you. But, yes, I was looking at the ordinance this morning, and you are responsible that if you move, you got to let them know. You don't take it with you. But if it's damaged or stolen, you do let them know. And they have a there's a piece in there about excessive wear and tear. You're responsible <laughs> for that also. So, yeah, you're going to be on. You, gonna, yep. What if you live in a neighborhood that's known for a lot of crime and, like, somebody decides they want to and they steal yours? I mean, <laughs> I could be responsible. It's just a thought. And then another thing is I saw on TV one time a videotape of this uh, one being picked up, and it got halfway up in the air, and the, something happened. The truck dropped it on the ground. So who would be responsible then? Will they stop and clean the mess up, or is that going to be left to me? Yeah, interesting question. This is the part that I can't help but grinning because we we're – if you want to imagine we uh, what this rollout is going to look like, we're going to have 12 to 15 trucks on the road, every one of them doing it for the first time here in March, <laughs> picking those up and dumping them. <laughs> or flinging them. Yeah. It, well, they, they go in between cars. You know, they go in between cars parked on the street. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. All right. Yes, all right, thank you. All right, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Do I, are we're up against the clock. Yeah, we are. Just real quick, do they have the vehicles yet? Yeah, they have some of them. They're just starting to take them. Okay. All right, so they'll they'll train on them, and, yeah. and I'm sure they'll, yeah. you know, they they won't be completely green when they're driving down the roads <laughs> uh, with our cars and homes in the in the hanging in the balance. Do you know what those vehicles cost each? In a total, the total for for between ten and twelve, they're leasing them for eight hundred grand a year for. Oh my! Uh, yeah. Per no, for no. the whole ship yeah. or the whole thing, yeah. the yeah. whole shebang, yeah. eight hundred grand. Yeah. That's probably not all that bad when probably you get right not. down to it. Probably not. The roll carts are uh, two point two million to, to outfit the town. The reason I happen to know that is because they have to exactly duplicate that when they uh, they do recycling, which is what you know. That's the conversation going on right now. All right. 
People just keep calling. They got questions. Uh, but you got to run? Do you have to run? I can stay. You can stay? Yeah. All right. Mike Murphy's going to stay with us from Como Buzz with 1Z.com on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. <laughs> This is the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, roll carts, I know. Seems like such a simple topic, except in Colombia, where it just, it just isn't. Uh, it is 11.35, and uh, Mike Murphy is kind enough to uh, come into the studio. And let's see, sorry for the late notice. Okay, uh, okay, all right, good. Uh Somebody had dropped off uh, the list uh, for the dinner at CC's, and so I now have one opening. But that's that's all right. We'll live with that. Um, anyway, Mike uh, Mike Murphy is with us. Como Buzz talking about the garbage cans, the roll carts. It seems to be the issue that in the city of Columbia will never ever go away. Uh, let me grab uh, Evelyn's call. See what's on her mind. Hey, Evelyn. Good morning. Good morning. Well, on the roll cart issue, when I was in California and Los Angeles and they started this, hopefully, maybe this will help, give them six months to work out all the little bugs, get everybody on board, see that it's really not the worst thing that could have happened in the world. We had where one side of the road they took care of like Monday, 7 to 12, so everybody knew park your car on the other side of the road park down the street, whatever it's going to take. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, of a glitch for a little while till you figure things out. And then the next week, you know, or the next day, it was the other side of the street. So everybody just parked on the other side of the street. All the trucks had cameras. I'm going to say, follow the law. If it says no microwaves, no TV sets, and you put it in there, somehow they've got cameras in those when it's dumping. And it'll take a picture, and they know they're at your house, and they... They send out automatic tickets to people, and several people I know of got those tickets. It takes pictures of the cars that are parked on the wrong side of the street. So going in, in and out of the cars to pick up the trash, if they everybody parks on the correct side of the road, they won't have those problems. Your car won't get hit. But there was tickets sent out, automatic parking tickets, driving people, you know, people driving, trying to hit the trucks to get insurance. Um, illegal dumping, microwaves, TVs, all those prohibited things. Don't put, you know, lawn stuff in the wrong dispensary. Um, and uh, you know, never stopped. It's interesting because uh, in my neighborhood, and I live outside the city. In fact, I moved outside the county. Uh, we have roll carts. We have no problems at all. In fact, they park on both sides of the street. Driving down the street uh, is like playing Frogger uh, with yes. a car. But no problems. They just roll the cart out to the bottom of the driveway and the truck drives up hooks the thing dumps it puts it back down and moves on i do have an idea well if once a week you have a um roll cart debacle of the week certain time of day certain little segment you have the joke of the week the story of the week whatever it's going to be because i think you know people can learn a lot from it hey don't park your car there you know so but i think it you know, that would get it out of people's systems. They know they can call in. <laughs> roll cart. Yeah, well, <laughs> roll cart Wednesday on the Gary Nolan Show. <laughs> All right. Evelyn, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let me see what we got here. Uh, listening online, so I'm sure there's a delay about this roll cart storage location. Leave it to the government to manufacture problems that don't even exist. Just drive to Ashland. Look at how few roll carts are out and about, uh, and also how there's uh, no trash laying around 
subdivisions. I never do this. So this is I'm I'm using this uh, text line. Uh, please see Tuesday. Uh, let's see. Shop for self can send someone a proxy handout. What are you talking about? I have no idea what that one's about. Roll card issue. When I lived in Ferguson, Missouri, uh, Dick Carlin Seawood, apologized if spelling is wrong, was our city manager. We had trash and recycling carts, had time constraints when they could be out on the sidewalk, not on the street, positioned on the street side of the sidewalk to allow people to walk safely, had to store roll carts behind the front line of the home, I continue to be flummoxed by the city of higher learning. Yeah, you're not the Lone Ranger there. None of us quite understand this. Uh, the I'm the flipping mayor. Can't use that word. Yeah. Uh, did you validate? She did. Yep. She did have that out. Uh, just went to Dubai. The city can't figure out how its trash or BS recycling program, uh, but they're just too stupid. Not us. All right. Well, we're just trying to keep us up to date here. Let's get the next one. Uh, Rick, good morning. And the same to you, buddy. There's good news for Brian and Gary when they retire because some of the trash trucks are not requiring CDL driver's license, so there is an opportunity for your after-work <laughs> retirement. Oh, I don't have to take any special training. They could just put me behind a 15,000-pound truck and, and uh, let me have it, huh? Well, Brian indicated you, you would need certain special training, but for most of us, no. Well, uh, that'll be my... No, it's actually a good thing for certain areas. They're getting these smaller trucks. The other good thing is they're not requiring a CDL because of weight limit, so that's going to be a good thing. Yeah, uh, except uh, I can't use that to smash Brian's car. Oops, it was an accident, Brian. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you very much, Rick. No CDL, really? Uh, well, it's a small truck, so it, it, it's no, it's not a new law or anything different. It's like, it's the size it's of the truck of that requires, yeah. yeah. And, and some of these, for getting in some of these small neighborhoods and maneuvering, they're buying smaller trucks, which, you know, makes sense. Yeah, you get a cul-de-sac and you got to make that turnaround. Right. That could be a, a bit yeah. of a challenge. Uh, let's see. John, good morning. Good morning, Gary. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a little perspective. Uh, like you, I'm a guy that lives outside the city. And, uh, man, this roll cart and this trash stuff has been a, a hot topic for years now. And every time it comes up, I just chuckle because I've had zero problems with my independent trash company ever. Yeah. And uh, on, on top of that, I got to thinking about the cost. I went and looked. Looks like it's seventeen eighty seven or something for a 65. I guess... Uh, I'm. I was paying forty-five. Now I'm paying sixty per uh, three months, and so it turns out it, it's about eight dollars more for my trash. Uh, and somehow those guys are paying the city to dump stuff in their landfill and still making a profit. And, and the city can't manage to get any of this under control within years and years. And they can dump stuff in their own landfill for free. I, I don't, it just seems like it's a poorly run system overall. Yeah, yeah. I don't nope. know why they don't just let people pick their own trash cans. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you nailed it. Squarely on the head. All right, thank John, you. thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, Trash Talk Tuesday. That's what we'll do. I think a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of parts of Columbia, newer Columbia in particular, out F Fifth Ward, let's say South Columbia, 
new neighborhoods where this isn't going to be an issue at all and there's not going to be any complaints at all where there's lots of room people have big houses driveways big garages no problem at all the it, and that's what resembles when i hear about things like ashland and things like that or out in the country the problem is the parts of columbia that are old perhaps now all student rentals or otherwise old neighborhoods that are really 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 tight with small streets shared shared driveways if any driveway at all tons of on-street parking that's where it's going to be tough to manage uh and they're going to have to get through it but that's that those are that's the nature of where a lot of the complaints are coming from it's, it's not it's just not insurmountable it will happen they'll they'll find a way to make it happen the other story that i was going to have uh, brian the news god uh, talk about was this uh Columbia man who admitted to shooting a woman to death last fall on Blue Ridge Road in a domestic incident. Apparently, he's going to be sentenced uh, this afternoon at the Boone County Courthouse. Uh, he pleaded guilty last month to second-degree murder, unlawful possession of a firearm. What? No, don't tell me that. That can't happen. Uh, resisting arrest and another felony for the November 2022 shooting death of April uh, Joan Brooks of Cuba, Missouri. Who was shot to death in a running vehicle? What a sweetheart of a guy! Yeah, I guess she she sat in the vehicle like for several hours too after after the incident before somebody passerby finally went and checked out what was going on there. Yeah, all around horrible incident. Just some some people just you wonder is it is it a bad seed or is it the environment they were raised in? How do they not have empathy? How do they think taking somebody else's life isn't one of the most horrible things they can do? I know guys in law enforcement who, uh, I got a friend of mine in Cleveland who was a police officer, and he had to shoot somebody. And he was a wreck yeah. after that. Oh, they get PPSD. That It's, it's uh, yeah, it's horrible. for. And, uh, and, uh, these, and these people, it's nothing. It's like, yeah, I popped him and he's gone. Yeah, we have some bad. We have some uh, very difficult culture issues that uh, uh, everybody talks about. Possible ways to address them, but nobody's doing much about it. If there even is anything to do about it, do you, I'm serious. Do you think it's bad seed, or do you think it's just? I think it's both. Yeah, I think it's both. I'm. I lead. I lean way more to environment, but because uh, the seed thing is harder to understand, I think, or harder to justify, certainly scientifically. But although you. There's there seems to be enough anecdotal evidence that you you know you, you see generations upon generations of it can't break the break the trend but so much of that is environmental. Yeah, I I think there is uh, some evidence in some cases uh, where it is actually uh, a, a mental problem where there, there's just something in the frontal lobes. Uh, yeah. But for the most part, I think it's environmental, and, and I think uh, it's, it's the way they were raised. All right, I broke my glasses. You're out of time. Get out of here. All right, we'll do uh, get, I got get, work to do. Get ready for your Sunday Thanks show. Thanks for having me. Newscast. All right. <laughs> Mike Murphy, Como Buzz with 1Z.com on the Gary Nolan Show. Zimmer Radio Network. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 1151. Hey, Gary, it's uh, Brian. How can the city tier its usage of electricity and water? We're punished for using more and the city doesn't belong in the landfill business sell it to a professional okay all right uh, i think we've i think we're done with the trash talk uh, but it is amazing how problematic uh, it has uh, it has become you would just never have thought 
that roll carts could be an issue for 15 damn years. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, heavens to whatever, says Melissa, if you have a trash can in your garage, replace it with a roll cart. I can actually get more in a roll cart. Oh, and they're safer. Your lips to God's ears. Okay. Plus, roll carts make great uh, moving uh, trucks, too. If you have, like, a microwave or something that you have to take out, you just simply put that on top of the microwave and kind of roll it out with the rest of the garbage, and everything should be fine. Right, Gary? <laughs> right, Gary? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, got a, I got another message here. I'm not sure I've got... Uh, Hi, Gary. I haven't been listening to everything this morning. Okay, uh, Scott, then you, uh, you we got to get your credit card number. Uh, but I did hear a man calling in suggesting Missouri is not benefiting from this cannabis industry, and I felt compelled to respond because what he said and what he thinks is just not true. It's true that numerous cannabis companies are multi-state operators, but everything that is sold in Missouri is produced in Missouri, and along with that, the industry comes uh, the testing labs and the dispensaries and the manufacturers and the cultivators. It's employing thousands of people. And on top of that, the estimated $800 million it was supposed to bring in the first year is actually closer to $1.7 billion. And so far, there's been $100 million uh, worth of tax income to the state of Missouri because of this. Cannabis, uh, cannabis is not going to go away. It's just a matter of who is going to benefit from it and making it as safe as possible for the public. Well, you know, the truth is, we should never have passed that stupid addition to the Constitution of the state of Missouri. Right now, I think more than half of the states have legalized marijuana in one or two forms, either recreational and or medicinal. So it's going to be legal eventually. And we don't need this all the limits that are in this uh, constitutional amendment to, to the sale of marijuana. It's ridiculous. And I really do, I am, this idea that we have a confiscatory tax because they've finally given us permission to do what we should have legally been able to do forever anyway is ridiculous. And this is coming from a guy who not only doesn't smoke marijuana or use illicit drugs, I don't even smoke cigarettes. Well, I smoke uh, occasionally. I'll have a smoke, but not a real... Uh, normally, I would just be... I mean, I literally have n no dog in this fight except that it's ripping people off for no good reason. Should never have happened that way. Uh, <laughs> legal marijuana is now just a billion-dollar industry in Missouri. Okay. Thank you, Scott. Uh, roll cart versus public scooters. I don't know if Columbia has them. But the pay-as-you-go scooters in uh, Jeff City are trashier looking and even more of a safety hazard than the trash uh, carts. Just saying, keep up the good work. Yeah, the uh, remember when those scooters were the big deal? I mean, they were just yeah. everywhere. And I people still were charging see them, them around town. Those scooters, uh, a lot of people are charging them up and they're bringing them in their homes to do it. It's very risky. I guess you can profit from that, um, but if if you decide to do it, know that um, those batteries can ignite, and people have died. I, was it New York? They had it like a, on a 10th a floor apartment. Somebody had brought one of them up and 
the whole family got wiped out. Um, they're they're dangerous. Pedal, just pedal. It's not all that hard. Or take the bike bus. Yeah, if you can find the bike bus. Uh, in fact, uh, you could uh, make a living uh, pulling the yes. bike bus. Uh -huh. And and look at all. But you know the problem. And I didn't know this was a problem until just now. Uh, but apparently, when you're r riding the bike bus mm -hmm. and you're pulling people, you're you're straining, right? Yeah. And so you're breathing more heavily. You know, I didn't think about that, but now that you pointed out, you're putting more CO two in uh, the air. Man, you and ruin everything. I, I'm sorry. Uh, for Earth to be perfect, everybody has to go. Well, how are we going to control the temperature of the planet? Well, and enjoy it at the same time. Oh, you're not going to have to enjoy it. You don't have to worry about that. You'll be gone. <laughs> You'll be gone. You're an infestation, and uh, Mother you Earth... You can cheer from the other side. We've done it! <laughs> if there is one, yeah. Uh, yeah, Mother Earth, of course, is all important. People, not so much. We'll worry about the wart frog uh, and uh, some other rat, uh, but don't let, you know, you know, don't don't use that land for people. They don't count. We're just the infestation. Who's gonna Who's gonna enjoy the Earth if there's nobody on the Earth to enjoy? What <laughs> it, 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 the whole concept is so stupid. It's just so overboard, overplayed. Uh, it's frustrating. Isn't that Paul, Paul Ehrlich that was suggesting that uh, people need to? Like, we're going to have a population bomb. Oh, or yeah, something. there was a population bomb. Yeah, a population explosion. And it turned out not to be true. Right. Everything that they predicted has not come true. Yep. It's pathetic. We see that big, long list. I mean, it must have been a hundred things that, uh, you know, cataclysmic events that were going to occur in the future. None of them. Yeah. And he, by the way, made a bet and welched. He never did pay it off. Uh, but, you know, they're constantly telling us gloom and doom, chicken little, sky is falling, global warming, global cooling, not enough land for uh, for garbage to be buried, uh, not enough landfills. The oceans are kind of, you know, tear up uh, coastal cities. It's just one thing after another, and it never, ever happens. And yet, they're teaching it in school, and these kids are gullible, and they're learning it. And believing it. And now they're afraid. They yeah. think that uh, there's some big event that's going to occur and wipe out mankind as we know it. They're terrified and think that, uh, you know, the world is going to end. What is this alert message from Donald J. Trump? Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to run. Glenn Beck is coming up. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Grandbaby, I am coming home.